0: Hey Leroy, hey, i Lynn and you're, you're listening, listening to Radio Brendoman.
1: Man.
2: to another episode of radio brendo man i'm brendan creasy and phil is once again on vacation he's on a backpacking trip in who knows where (laughs) and i am joined by he's the view in benview network mr andrew lindy hello how you doing i'm doing good it's nice to have you on the show finally yes thank you been meaning to do it for a while, but then you know we got in kind of our Phil and I got in our groove, and we're out kind of out here on our own in ukaipa mm-hmm. and we forget about the outside world sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so now I've I made a, an appearance on Popsicles. What Was that like two years ago? Yeah, and now the, the Comic Con on one that
2: got interrupted. Yeah, the interrupted uh, free soda room appearance because they changed changed the schedule without uh, telling people i don't know i'm i'm i want to try i think we should try and record in the free soda room again i'm not gonna let them i'm not gonna let that one dude oh no we should always try and record in the free soda room for sure just that last year that dude like shut us down yeah i don't think that's gonna happen again no um but, uh, so, Andrew, how you? how's it going? I haven't talked to you in a while. I guess I saw you at WonderCon. Yeah, oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: nope, everything's just been smooth sailing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you end up see? I know a big conversation at WonderCon was the fact that you, ha- no, you, Benson hadn't seen Batman v Superman. You saw it. Yeah, he saw it, of course. Did he hate it as much as everybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page.
0: No, and it, it's kind of frustrating because um, in in the recent past couple of days or whatever, they released the uh, extended super buff edition, Ugh. and all the all the people who defended it the first time are coming yeah. back out of the woodwork. Whip- now I got to hear them all over again, saying, "Look, they made it better. They gave it a story." And it's like, well, why wasn't that there?
2: In the no, first? I'm I'm sorry. I'm not watching that. Yeah. I'm not watching it. I'm not. People are signing me once like, oh, shame on me. It's it it's extended. It's
0: it's got jokes. It's got this. It's got that. And I just don't care.
2: I just anything that care. wasn't if you had to. Th- I can't imagine what they cut from that cut of that cut of the movie. Like the, I'm I'm sick of director's cuts. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of all that bull crap. I don't know what something just I used to be all about that <laughs> and all this. But I'm like, if it wasn't in the movie, then it probably shouldn't be there. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm of that attitude now yeah especially plus that movie especially was such a freaking mess i don't how many i don't care how many minutes extra there's no way it saved it made that movie a coherent Mm -hmm. story i'm sure listener brian is getting upset right now and you know what that's fine (laughs) and i'm glad that you enjoyed that movie we have a listener that really enjoyed it well, A I you actually, but Brian's the most vocal. Here's here's
0: what I'm gonna say. I don't know if you, I mean I I think I said this at WonderCon. I I'm, I'm tapping out of DC movies and not completely. I'm not gonna, even Suicide Squad. I'm not gonna see him in theaters at least.
2: See, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Suicide Squad because Zach Snyder's not involved with that but one. But then there's
0: but that Jared Leto Joker and that. That looks. I'm bad. fine
2: with Jared Leto, joke, Jared Leto Joker, and I don't think he's. Had, I'm open to that. I don't think he's had one
0: good performance since uh, he got punched in Fight Club, and that's about all I enjoy seeing.
2: Uh, I, I I like him okay. Um, I think I think I mean people people have always. I, I'm not going to let that stand in the way. What I'm i going to let me like, for me my problem is going to be it takes place in the same universe, so I feel like it's already contaminated. Oh yeah, like. And I don't have a problem with new characters. I mean, um, they were just, people were, I just watched, I just read a bunch of old newspaper articles, people slamming, going, I mean, every casting choice is like people say the same stuff and we don't know until, I mean, it could be good. People said all kinds of things about Michael Keaton. People said all kinds of things about Heath Ledger. Now, and if, if we even get half of that, it's, it'll be good. Yeah, I have no, I have no more faith. I'm sorry, I can't. With, with I have very little. This is like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to watch the Justice League. That's for sure. I I just think Zack Snyder needs to go away.
0: I'm just, I have to tap out. Uh, the The next DC <laughs> film that I'll see is Wonder Woman, and I'll see that in theaters, and I'll support
2: that, and then I'll go back away. <laughs> okay. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't even have complete faith in. A lot of, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Um, so Andrew, for our audience members who might not know you, Mm -hmm. um, you host a podcast called Nerd's Eye View. Yes, I do. Co-hosts. And that's your, when did you start that podcast? Oh man. Uh, in its current form,
0: it was like 2011.
2: Wow. So you, you got going pretty. Yeah. That's pretty early in the podcast game. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, most people say like 2006.
2: Yeah, but really... I mean, that's like for like the Uber, but like, like for like the like the next wave yeah, of yeah. podcast, like the like I think 2011. That's that's very strong. Yeah. I mean, that's and in fact, uh, that's older than Radio Brendo Man, and it's current <laughs> in our current run. I I even started
0: uh, a year before that uh, on the Cypress College radio station whatever you want to call it
2: so were you part of all that with matt benson yeah that's where we met okay so you guys met so that's where you met matt benson mm-hmm. current most most listeners would know matt benson he's appeared on radio brendo man he's a co-host on popsicles um man brendo's wrestling show mm-hmm. and that's your connection that's how you and i met it was through matt benson mm-hmm. and um but you guys met at cypress college much like young brendo and phil met at a college radio station you met <laughs> at a college radio station and i guess and it it transitioned to internet radio while you guys were yeah
0: it was it was never terrestrial while we were there it was always internet and uh i even when i took it over uh we went from just audio to video that was a big switch
2: Uh, is that still a thing i think so
0: i'm not sure it's been uh you know at least four years since I knew anyone who even went to Cypress College anymore, so...
2: Yeah. I'm really pretty sure it. Phil and I's college radio station is completely gone. Mm-hmm. It's sad, because that was such a big part of the college experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, as since radio is gone, that's, like, one more thing, like... I mean, what... I mean, I guess college podcasts, but that's not the same.
0: No, well, college radio stations do... Still exist and also, yeah, they're doing
2: okay. Uh,
0: I went to, but aren't like the
2: biggest ones the ones that kind of are also NPR stations?
0: Um, I mean, I guess the the at this, this at a uh, Cal State Long Beach, they uh, still
2: have theirs, which is good. They I kind still of, listen to that. Oh, they kind of kind do. Of. Oh the, no,
0: the K Jazz uh, is relocating off campus. Oh, and we like I don't think I think the deal that they had with K Jazz didn't cover uh, student broadcasting on KJazz. So I don't really know, but the, the K beach is their student station. And, uh, on like HD radio, they have something, but HD radio is something that's only available in certain newer cars. Yeah. So it's, it's all changing. I mean, satellite radio kind of ensured that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things to talk about quite a bit. And, I mean, I guess this is how it is with every dying format. But I feel like there is something – and I also I think that's – but there's something personal about radio that is going to – when that dies, then it's gone, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess podcasts are like the next iteration of that. But that doesn't – but then like as far as like curated music and stuff, like that's – if you want that now, you have to go to XM, Sirius, and, like, internet radio stations. But even those, the R, like, those have kind of gone away as um the RIA clamped down on licensing mm-hmm. and things like that. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that experience... I just think about how much that changed me. It, was, like, gave me an outlet when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't there, my life would have been totally different. I don't know about you.
0: Uh, Yeah, that kind of set me on my path. <laughs>
2: So you grew up in where in Orange County?
0: Uh, a little town called Los Alamitos. Okay,
2: by the racetrack. Uh, yes, by the
0: racetrack. Most people uh, they know Rossmore better. Uh, Rossmore is the neighborhood, kind of in Los Alamitos where all the rich mm. kids live. Uh, I didn't live in Rossmore, but Rossmore is kind of like weirdly famous in that way.
2: Cool. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it, but every I, but I that I know about those, you know, fancy parts of Orange County. Mm-hmm. And uh and then you What were you what what were were you were you what were you were you into like were you always into like journalism and that kind of stuff? Uh I don't know.
0: Um I kind of, you know, it, when I I when I was at Cypress I was really trying out a lot of different things. I thought I wanted to get into um, like acting, Mm -hmm. uh, or at least writing or directing. I don't know, Um, but then I took. How did that go? I had to take. I took some kind of journalism class as a as a like a not a what what do you call it? Extra not extracurricular like a just a class that you have to take an an elective. An
2: elective. That's the one.
0: I took. I took a journalism class. Uh, Was it
2: the online writing one?
0: No, it was, um, it was like history. I almost
2: took an online writing one at Cypress.
0: No, it was like history of communications or something. Okay. And I, I super loved like all the, where, you know, uh, uh, like radio communication and all that came from. And then when it got into the, how, you know, journalism is working today in those same fields, like I loved all of that, and that professor was the professor who was in charge of the journalism department. Uh, and so that's he was he encouraged all of his students to come come down to the like journalism offices and uh, volunteer. And so I did,
2: and that's what got you going on that path. And now you're a journalism major at yeah. Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. If
0: I never took that class, I would have never known about that, and I never would have gone down to those offices, and then I never would have gotten involved in. Uh, cypress college radio and then i never would have gotten in charge of cypress college radio and then changed it to video and then uh yeah
2: that's a cool story because i also like the fact that you did that without like because you were one of the smart i consider a very smart choice um as you went to community college not spending a fortune before you even really knew what you wanted to do
0: yeah i mean i feel like i spent a long time Getting to where I'm at, though, yeah, uh,
2: I guess that's true.
0: But I mean, if that's what it took for me to f- figure out, but every you know everything that I'm into, then uh, it's it's worth it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm almost done with uh, what Cypress call it, or with uh, Cal State Long Beach. So,
2: yeah, when do you finish your bachelor's?
0: Uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, not even hopefully, but next next semester is my last one. There you go. Uh, I, the only reason why I would say hopefully is because I've heard plenty of stories of people who thought they were on their last semester went in to meet with a counselor and then found out there was something that they didn't some requirement they never met that they never knew about and that i hate that
2: that happened to me at cyprus when i found out if i actually wanted to get the certificates that i finished the work for
1: Mm
2: -hmm. like i didn't fill out the right paper so i'd have to go back for a whole nother semester and pay for another semester just to like get my certificates and i'm like I'm just going to put coursework completed for these <laughs> certificates on my resume and not, cause I couldn't really afford to do that. Yeah. yeah that was like my big, you got to read everything.
0: <laughs> well, and even, you know, like when the counselors say, Oh, you're all or, good. Like yeah. double check because. Yeah.
2: And then you find out you need like this one class. And then like my college nightmare that happened was, where I went to school, like for my bachelor's degree, it was a tiny school. So certain classes only rolled around like once every two years. Oh yeah. Just because of the way the schedule was. And if they only, if they, cause they, they plan courses based on like, you know, a lot of different things and they're not, you can't count on a course always being available that you need cause the school can't afford to have that class open all the time, depending, you know? Yeah. And so because of that, and I and I come came in as a transfer, like the course track was all off whack, and so I had to really sit down and plan it out. And then because of that, my I think my senior year there was one semester that in order because I had to take the classes that when they were offered, mm-hmm. I ended up having to take like twenty two credits. Oh, that was kind of a nightmare. Yeah. And I almost I almost that's when I almost died. <laughs> I gave myself a bowel obstruction. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun yeah. time. I'm
0: gonna say I haven't been through anything that bad, but um, in all my my uh, what three years at uh, Cal State Long Beach, I've never taken a radio class, and I would love to take a radio class. <laughs> and this last semester, I went, oh, I'll finally be able to take it because I'm I couldn't take it this the last semester that I was there, and I went, mm-hmm. oh, that means they're gonna offer it next semester. No, they're not offering it next semester. For some reason, the radio class just took a year off.
2: So that's at least you can still take radio classes.
0: Yeah, but um, like I, I don't know. Somehow I missed it. It's super weird. And and three other uh, like uh, elective courses I wanted to take were also not available. So I had to. I'm going to be taking sports journalism. Oh,
2: and I don't. Are you excited about that? I don't like sports. You have to go to sport sporting events. Uh, And the
0: only sporting event that I go to is pistol shrimps. uh, Yeah, I was
2: gonna. I wanted to ask you about that. You and Benson introduced me, which now has become – it seems like it's become more famous now mm-hmm. because they have a documentary that just came out. Did yeah. you guys go to that? The, did they – We they did. They had a – was that at the Ace? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, we did go to that premiere of – How Ellen was that? The premiere of that documentary. It was really cool.
2: I've uh, never been there. They've been – they started – I guess they started doing events there like a, like last year. And it's become, like, a hot place to do... It's a
0: really neat venue. Like, uh, it was was really cool. It has, like, a really neat balcony set up in the lobby. So So it's actually
2: inside the Ace Hotel? Yeah.
0: It's just, like, this uh, theater uh, kind of built into it, I guess. Uh, But Mm -hmm. it's got some really interesting displays. Uh, When we went, they had kind of a, uh, you know, one of those photo backdrops where, you know, it's like a red carpet but not really. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they had the whole uh practically the whole team was there. And uh and uh, Mac Gorley and Mark McConville uh who, who do Pistol Shrimps Radio.
2: So So for those for our audience members that don't know, why don't you because yeah, you Benson started telling me so all I knew about it at first was Benson was like, I'm busy, Andrew and I are going to a girls basketball game yep. and I'm like, What? And and you guys did this for a while and now like the craziest thing that happened was i have other friends that go to these games and then and then you guys met them and then and then when we all one time they're like wait how do you know this person And it was oh from pistol shrimps yeah and i was like what like my friend elisa who i know from like kevin smith stuff Mm -hmm. she goes to pistol shrimps She's like oh yeah i know andrew and matt and i was like what (laughs) from you go to that you go to that basketball thing too she's like yeah it's great and so, tell us about the Pistol Shrimps basketball. Well, uh,
0: I found out about them initially through a podcast called Pistol Shrimps Radio, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, two comedians, Mac Oily and Mark McConville, uh, basically do a play-by-play of uh, this of these basketball games. Uh, it's a women's recreational league out of L.A. Um, so this they, is
2: like through the L.A. Parks Department. Yes, it I is. Guess?
0: Yes. Wow, uh, and' it's, it's kind of interesting. The documentary tells kind of the whole story of how uh, this league kind of got rejuvenated um, by, by these, uh, these various uh, actress and uh, writers' interest in the league, um, which is really like that's really fun to see in the documentary because that's kind of a thing that we didn't really know that much about. Uh, but the podcast was really funny, mostly because Mac Orley doesn't know anything about sports or basketball in particular. And Mark McConville knows just a little bit, just enough to know some of the right words. And so it's mostly them kind of riffing uh, on, on what they're seeing, uh, just using the kind of sports broadcaster voice, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Uh, and then, I mean, one day, just Benson said to me, hey, these are in L.A. We could go. And so we started going. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of fun to actually see, see these women play, uh, because we kind of got to know who they were from, you know, just listening to the podcast. And it's really different, you know, uh, actually caring about a sport. It's, you know, to know, uh, the players names and kind of what they're, you know, what they are capable of out on the basketball court. Uh, So it's, it's, it's really nice. Uh, It's been like a really nice payoff to go to the documentary premiere and see, um, because when they were filming, uh, that was probably their best season.
2: So do Uh, you guys show up in the documentary, like in the background? We show up
0: uh, in the background and for like a brief three seconds in the foreground. That's cool. They didn't interview us, but uh, there's a, uh, like a part where there's a crowd cheering and it's, and it's us.
2: Very cool. Yeah. yeah, I like I like it's funny, because, um, like when Phil and I were in college, we went to concerts all the time, but it sounds like just from um what I've observed, like you and Benson go to a lot of like comedy stuff and podcast events. Yeah, we um You go to Harmontown? Yeah, we've been to Harmontown a, a couple of times. That's
0: how we got the interview with Dan Harmon for Shut Up Leonard. Yeah. Um we went to Doug Love's movies once or twice when it was still regular uh
2: yeah, what's the deal with that? Is he not doing it at. I, isn't he doing it at Nerdmelt sometimes? Yeah, I think now, he's doing sometimes it. sometimes he charges. Mostly now? at
0: Nerdmelt and mostly charging. I, I feel like he's doing a lot more
2: on the road kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I think it's definitely. I mean, it's come quite a long way since, since it's, you know, since it started yeah. at uh, UCB. But we even. Um, Benson and I, we went to um, a,
0: a show at UCB called um, Cool Shit, Weird Shit and it was uh but the only reason why I we went to the show is because one of the performers like one of the acts at the show is the was the Pistol Shrimp's team uh doing their version of the um oh what's it called? Well they called it the Pistol Shrimp Shuffle. So the the <laughs> it's some sports thing. Like
2: the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, the Super Bowl shuffle, but it was from the shrimps. Chicago Bears. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. So they do like did they do like a rap song? Yes, they did. It was to the That's... same beat
0: and they just made up their own words. Okay, and that was really something to see. That, now that was a weird. That was a. I mean, it was. It's called cool shit, weird shit, because it's it's that kind of show. Um, all the different acts weren't necessarily doing stand up; they were doing like kind of weird bits, and so mm-hmm. that's why that kind of just fit right in. It was it was really delightful, though.
2: That's cool. And then, um, and then, one of the famous, one of the more famous pistol shrimps, I found out, isn't even a pistol shrimp anymore. No, she's not. So Aubrey Plaza left the pistol shrimps. Is there a controversy or anything about uh, this? Well, um,
0: she, she, uh, I think she ex- uh, explained this on some kind of late night talk show, but one, one night she played, uh, more or less in disguise on another team to help them out because they didn't have enough players. And while playing on that other team, she injured herself. Uh, mm. she tore her ACL or something. Uh, then she couldn't play, so she was out for the whole next season of Pistol Shrimps. Oh man! And then she made this weird announcement saying that she's going to, you know, see what other teams want her. And now she's playing for the Spice Squirrels.
2: So did the Pistol Shrimps like? I guess they replaced her. And well, it's a.
0: I mean, um, they have a, a you know a, a deep bench, I guess you could say. Mm. I don't know. They have more players than they need, of course. Yeah. So, uh, they've, they've had to, I wasn't even there in the beginning. The, the podcast started, I think in their second season. So I don't even know there was like a two, one or two members of the original team that aren't there anymore either. Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of a ever shifting.
2: Gotcha. Um, well, plus these are like, this is something they do on their off time. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just, they're this, all this actresses is and comedians and, and models and,
0: and stuff like they're you know just this you know sports isn't their first thing that they are drawn to the mm-hmm. the 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 woman who i i think more or less started the team she's like an entertainment lawyer <laughs> like that's you know sports is not what they yeah. <laughs> what their their main thing is
2: well that's cool i'm glad that's cool that you guys are into that and um and you and Benson of course are the Ben and View and Benview network which is <laughs> The proud, we are proud to be part of the podcast network.
0: We're happy to have, and
2: you, you are the proud fathers, <laughs> code dads, mm-hmm. and um, and then so you got you got a, you got a, you got nerds I view you got well shut up Leonard is done
0: yeah until they make a community a movie. movie which
2: who knows if that'll ever happen that could take a while but we'll we'll gladly come back for that. And, um, I mean, it seems like they're really working on a ton of stuff now. I mean, they got, what is this? Don't they do some history show and like Spencer is like the writer or something? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what Spencer
0: does exactly on it. Uh, Spencer Crittenden, but, uh, Dan Harmon has a, uh, like a YouTube show from the history channel. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called, uh, but it's, it it's kind of a, it's a weird cool. premise where he, it's, it's not quite a time machine. It's like, but some way they have of making, um, historical figures come, come alive for a day mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. And, uh, I've only seen the first episode with, uh, Jack Black as, uh, Mozart. Um, but they, they kind of play up the whole, like, silly sci-fi, uh.
2: So it's kind of like a Bill and Ted type thing?
0: Yeah. It's, but a little bit grosser, I want to say. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's so when the, when the uh celebrity comes comes to life they're it's like they've uh they've been created uh, out of goo, so they're like a goo baby and then they return to goo at the end okay so it's uh it's it's really but
2: it's really silly it's really funny I don't know sounds I mean they talk about it on Harmon town and I, I just i've never I haven't watched it yet, and I also did Harmon Quest come out yet? I
0: believe they just announced it's coming uh sometime this month I think the seventh i want to say the seventh or the sixteenth. Because I want
2: to, I want to watch that.
0: Yeah, I definitely. uh, I got the a free month of CISO once the pistol shrimps uh, documentary came to it, so I could get a little Mm -hmm. screen grab of myself on screen. I wanted to show that off. That that's kind of fun.
2: Derek had like an interview or something at uh, at Starburns. Oh, and I'm like, can you imagine? Because I told him like, could you imagine Dino being your boss? <laughs> or like, I, cause I think those are two very larger, large personalities. And I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know, but I mean, it would be, I would love to watch that happen. <laughs> um, cause I've, Dino, like Dino Samitopoulos, um, for those not know who I'm talking about, he's Starburns on, uh, on, uh, Community, but he also was a long time. He was a, one of the co-producers, big, one of the head writers on Mr. Show, mm-hmm. Conan. It's a very funny guy. He also worked on – did you ever watch like TV Fun House? Oh, yeah. Moral Oral was his show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like a Davy and Goliath parody. Yeah. And Phil and I – I've been to multiple Comic-Con panels that have basically devolved into a very inebriated um, Starburns um, yelling at children. Oh, Yeah. Uh, there. Were you at that Axe Cop panel?
0: No, I was, there was oh my a, God. a community panel where he, he showed up in the question line and I think they, he, he, I don't know, I think he wasn't supposed to be there. It was kind of like,
2: uh. <coughs> was that the Hall H one? I think so, yeah. I heard about that. I heard he, yeah. He, he loves disrupting panels. That's like, oh, yeah. I think he takes great sport in it because you can tell like he thinks, Like, I don't think he thinks they're stupid. I just think he likes messing with angry nerds. Oh,
0: I think he likes messing with everyone
2: and anyone. Um, Everybody, but especially angry nerds because they're so easy to mess with. Mm -hmm. And... um, because, like, right away at the Triumph panel, I I kept wondering, like, okay, first of all, what did the people here think was going to happen? Because <laughs> Triumph gets up there and just is like, hello, nerds. And people get pissed. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you expecting? What do you think was going to happen? And then Dino gets up there and he's just, like, yelling at people. But the Axe Cop one where Dino had some other show that he had worked on, one of the, um you know, those Fox animation ones? There's, like, a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. His wasn't, I don't know, his was weird. His was really (laughs) weird. His didn't make it. Well, his did. It was that high school show. Oh, uh, it was, I didn't like it very much, but I mean, it was, it was weird. Um, I mean, I, I only watched the first episode, but it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, Mm. and, and I like weird stuff, but it was like, I don't know, it was a little, it was a little too much for me, (laughs) but I I mean, I kind of feel that way
0: about, uh, uh, Dino, uh, h- him as a person. <laughs> he's a little too much. He's a little too much sometimes. Like on, yeah. uh, w- when I listen to Harmontown regularly, uh, when he would show up, sometimes it would get real crazy. I'd be like, okay, we can, we can all scale back a little. Yeah. Bit.
2: So he had, he came on with, like super drunk to the point where like, and then, like, Mandy Moore was there, and he started saying inappropriate things
1: to Mandy oh, Moore.
2: And then these kids came up to do, like, an ass-cop comic contest, and he just started yelling at the kids oh, no. and cussing at the kids. And um, <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. So I usually will go out of my way to watch a panel if Dino's on it, just because mm. it's usually turns into chaos oh yeah if it, it if if it's like if it's like Harmon and and dino and then it's gonna be like because dan Harmon's another person that i don't think he intentionally disrupts panels but he also has no filter when it comes to his responses on panels mm-hmm. and I, he says he says ama- i've heard him say amazing things
0: <laughs> yeah i think i mean i think he knows how to tone it down though that's the thing that's true
2: unlike dino yeah but Harmon – I just – I will never forget when Harmon called that kid Pikachu at <laughs> <laughs> WonderCon. That. that was good. That was good. <laughs> just because he was wearing a yellow sweatshirt yep. and he was Asian. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, God.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, all that, right. Was that that same uh, Rick that and Morty more- panel where he – it, it, didn't he at one point call out, cause the, the camera for the Q&A in the background of it, it was, there was like an old guy, and they were like, props to the old guy. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: like, they had to call and him it was out. just
0: some random old guy. Just, <laughs> you know, and he was
2: waiting for some later panel. It was like, oh boy. Well, we had waited for freaking Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Are you a once, you're a once upon a time fan. Uh, I, I'm since stopped. You tapped i i couldn't do it anymore it got i could too not dumb. i tried i wanted to like that show because i'm like that sounds cool and then that panel and then i tried watching another one and i'm like i can't do this
0: yeah that that shows the kind of thing where it's it's very clear that the writers have no idea what the hell they're doing they're handed various disney properties yeah and told put it in your show and they go uh uh okay and then they do it and it doesn't usually work and that's really it's upsetting because it should
2: Did you watch Gallivant? Nope. Was that related to Once Upon a Time or was that just another no it was just another fantasy, fantasy show. Fantasy sh- that one was more about singing.
0: Okay. There was like a take on musicals. That everyone in that show sang or something.
2: Okay. I just I don't know. Maybe for some reason, I had never watched it because I thought it was like tied into Once Upon a Time, but no, that's, not, that's did, gone too.
0: They did do a spinoff uh, called Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh, okay. Where they followed Alice and something, and then uh, the were they just like that...
2: totally ripping off fables? Or oh, like what?
0: Percent, hundred percent. When when right after uh, when when Once Upon a Time came out, it was right before that. It was rumored that. There was going to be a fables TV show. Yeah,
2: I remember that. And I remember when all that, that went happened, down. but this one did because yeah. they didn't have to
0: pay. Do you think like
2: ABC Disney was like if we change it just enough, or because it's all these like I mean they don't even have to change it. It's like
0: it, yeah, it's public domain stories, it's public and domain and
2: stories, and they it, kind of create or they just make it original enough. Yeah.
0: And it's it's uh, some of the stuff is drawing directly from like Disney things. Like, yeah. In, then, like, in later seasons they added Elsa well, from frozen, frozen and, and yeah. Mer- uh, Merida from Brave. Okay. That one made no sense to that's, me. That's random. I right after that was when like, I like isn't
2: that because like isn't she supposed to like because then it's I don't know like
0: yeah all those questions that you just asked that's what <laughs> happened in my brain when they did that and I just went no I'm good <laughs> I'm good because right. they went they they did a whole uh, I I don't want to talk about it but the <laughs> I dropped out because they went they di- they were going back to King Arthur something that they touched on in like the first season and then they were like oh they're all dead and then they were like no they're not everyone's alive and everything's fine and uh but Merlin is missing and Merlin is the wizard that can help us so they had to go find Merlin
2: uh, and then See, that's one of things for some reason I'm surprised Disney hasn't like reminded that whole like, Sword in the Stone. Like, where's the live-action Sword in the Stone? I don't think that would
0: work. I think it would work. I'd love to watch it, but I don't think it would work.
2: I mean, you could go from, like, Once in Future King. Like, that's a great book. I, don't think,
0: I mean, the things that I loved about The Sword in the Stone uh, were, like, uh, when Merlin had to sing, you know, to get all of his belongings oh, yeah. in a
2: bag. Yeah.
0: Uh, when he fought Madame, or Madame Mim. Yeah, uh, that's and a great. When they turned into like squirrels and fish.
2: Yeah, all their their wizard their wizard witch fight. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah. it, it, they're just making all these live action Disney movies, and I'm just like, oh, well, should I, try some go I mean, off that, the that Mary Poppins sequel. Oh yeah,
0: that's happening with Lin Manuel Miranda.
2: What do you think about Pete's Dragon? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Really weird. I don't remember the original at all. I and, remember not being a fan, and this
0: new one just looks crazy. I have no. It idea looks really what's going weird. On.
2: It looks nuts. Like it I looks c- like, but it looks like they're trying really hard for it to be like dark. Yeah. And, but like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. Like, dark for the sake of dark. That I don't know, but I but I also am curious to see what will happen because when like I just like seeing them try new stuff. And, I mean. People are like, oh, they're like, that's a pretty random remake right there. It's really random. I think it's like low stakes. Yeah. Well, because that's also cause they also, they've got so much money to throw around now. Like, mm. and, and I wonder, but I'm just wondering, like they, they did announce that they're, they're, they are going back to the Chronicles of Predane. But they haven't said if that's going to be live action or animated. I hope that's live action.
0: Wait, the what? Oh, is that the
2: Black Cauldron Black Cauldron. Cauldron. But they're going to – like I think they're going to do it correctly and actually oh. make an or- – like because when they – like the, the Black Cauldron movie that came out is like a combination of like two books mm-hmm. and it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the books are so – I love those books and – uh and I think they were like, we still have this property.
0: Well, they've given up on Narnia.
2: Which isn't – well, isn't somebody trying to make a Narnia movie right now? Like uh, whoever
0: – Probably the director of the last Somebody's trying to trying. make
2: Silver Chair. I think I heard they're going to skip and do Silver Chair, which I'm like, that is random. I mean people like that. But if you're – like a lot of people just think of Narnia as like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So if you're like, here's this movie, people – most people will be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I mean if you love the books, but I don't know if there's enough people to sustain a franchise off of that. I mean um, book franchises are weird because like – like I mean um, what is it? What was the Golden Compass? Yeah, Golden Compass. That like was. Like, that sold, like, a mil- like millions of books, and, like, that, like, totally bombed. I well, mean, maybe, I guess, because I, I never saw that movie, but I think the it movie also. was kind of bad. I guess that's also what it comes down I see, to. I mean, I,
0: I never read the book, but I heard that the way the movie ended was not the way the book ended at all.
2: Well, didn't they change, like, didn't they take out some. Because, like, I know the books have, like, a very, like, anti-religious message. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they, didn't they take some of that out for yeah, the movie? I didn't, I
0: didn't get that feeling from the movie at all. Yeah. I didn't understand half of what was going on in the movie. I, I
2: remember, like, I remember, okay. like, um, when, cause I was, I was involved in the church and I always was very amused because people were very up in arms about Harry Potter. Yeah. And I heard very little about the His Dark Materials when I'm like, okay, like, I don't, I, I, I'm one, I'm one of, like, I don't go after media because I, that's not something i do but if you were to go after media like this is a million times more blasphemous than harry potter but nobody's saying anything and i always thought that was funny if you're talking if if you're if that's what you're concerned about but i always thought that was weird mm-hmm. so going back we were talking about you and benson and you guys um formed the podcast network and now you so we, we i guess that was so then we talked about um Shut up, Leonard is done. So what are you working on now? That's what I wanted to ask you about. I know there is this mythical new podcast.
0: Yeah, Benson and I are, are working on a, on a new podcast. It's, it's going to take some time for that to, to come to, you know, complete fruition.
2: So you're still um, working through like what you want to do exactly?
0: Yeah. Cause we, uh, we want to plan out, uh, how we're you're talking
2: about the extended what what exact actually would you call what is the correct uh, name i don't think we have a correct
0: name for it uh but it it, it, it's about the tommy westfall universe
2: okay for those that don't know elaborate on that
0: so uh there was a tv show called saint elsewhere uh that ran for many seasons Mm 10 i think it ran Mm -hmm. for a long time uh and in the final episode of St. Elsewhere, so spoilers for the final episode of St. Elsewhere, Um, it was revealed that the entirety of the show took place within the mind of, uh, like a, a mentally challenged child who uh, was looking at a snow globe and imagined what, what would be happening in this hospital in the snow globe. Uh, and so since then- And this was named,
2: like in the, this was like New Heart, right? Like,
0: yeah, it was it was like, oh, that's a whole other oh boy, that's a whole other thing. Um,
2: so Cuz isn't the whole thing that like <laughs> this takes place it so inside entirety, New Heart.
0: <laughs> well, okay, there's there's a lot of weird crossover there too okay. that we'll get into.
2: Okay. well anyway, sorry. In, I'll, in I'll, that I'll, that's but, the thing I don't know. Like I But mean, the whole don't... idea
0: of the Westfall universe is that every uh, everything that took place within the show Saint elsewhere took place within the mind of this child. Mm-hmm. So that so it would go to follow that any show that crossed over was also also was in the mind of the child. Uh, and there is a map out there. There's currently a map. If you look up West, I've seen,
2: it, it gets really crazy, especially when you get into comic books. Now, and yeah. we're,
0: we're, I think Benson and I are just going to stick to TV. Uh, uh-huh. uh, unless, uh, like movies actually come from the TV universe, such as like a, like one of the, the star Trek next generation films connecting to the
2: star Trek. Next <laughs> so generation. this goes into star
0: Trek. <laughs> like well, gets... maybe we're going to see, uh, the, the whole, that's the thing, we'll decide episode per episode what is in and out of the Westfall universe, essentially, uh, okay. by, by carefully looking at what kind of crossover it is, uh, whether or not characters from one u- universe appear in the other, or if it's a double crossover, or, uh, because I, I think that map that exists is faulty. I think it's in, it's, it's not incomplete, it's, it's overcomplete. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 take any kind of reference as a complete crossover, uh, where I don't think that. Yeah, I mean, because
2: then it's like, where do you draw that line? If a show says McDonald's and McDonald's exists in well, this, then it must be a crossover. They, like, uh,
0: I, I I don't want to say too much, but there's a weirdly huge section of the map devoted to shows that feature Apollo Candy Bar. There are fictional brands. Yeah, that's the thing, Apollo candy is it's like the it's in you know the stock warehouse it's like mm-hmm. every you know oh we need a candy bar there's a, isn't
2: there an air like the airline that they use in, in lost is yeah. also in a ton of stuff mm-hmm. just because it's the they can't the generic airline yep. but then you have other things like like other fictional products like slusho i think
0: we're going to focus more on characters and okay. maybe
2: places there you go places uh, make sense like towns
0: yeah, we're not. I mean, I I can't recall a specific place at this moment, but mostly I think we're going to focus on characters because mm-hmm. uh, Ben
2: Cause, and I really love
0: like TV show crossovers.
2: Yeah, it was always a fun thing, and and it continues to be a fun thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. Like, does it still happen as much these days? It, it, surprisingly, it does. I guess it still does because I guess I just don't watch a lot of sitcoms. Because uh, it's I'm, a very common sitcom thing. Do,
0: do you want to hear a crazy crossover that happened not too long ago? Sure. Are you aware of the TV show Bones?
2: <laughs> yes. I watched it when it started because I was obsessed with David Boreanaz. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized it wasn't quite my show. I definitely Even watched when, like four seasons worth. Isn't John Francis Daly been on he, it for a he long was. time? He was on it a
0: long time and then they got rid of him.
2: Well, now he's writer-director John Francis Daly. Yeah. I guess he's just a writer, not director. Uh,
0: did he direct something? He, I think he's going to be... I think he did direct... Did he direct uh Did he direct uh, Vacation?
2: Vacation? I don't yeah, know. I can't I remember. I know he's right. I mean, they're doing the new... what? They're the new doing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I mean, that's freaking nuts.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Bones recently crossed over with another TV show on the same network called Sleepy Hollow.
2: How is that... Wait, this this is where I does Sleepy Hollow take place in the current time? Yes, it I guess does. I've never watched
0: it. And also, it has magic. There's magic on that show, so now canonically there is magic in the Bones universe.
2: So she shows up in Sleepy Hollow, or vice versa. Uh,
0: no, there's like some kind of a murder that they all investigate together. So it starts on Bones, and then it ends on Sleepy Hollow. Wow.
2: Yeah, because I guess like they classic crossover. That's yeah, the that's ultimate. Because real... that's like remember, remember like. Did you watch like Buffy and Angel like when they were on? I did not. Oh my, the first, they only did it like once when an angel, like Buffy directly led into an episode of Angel. Like I was hoping that was gonna happen like every week. But they only used it a few times as a gimmick. I mean, then, when Buffy left WB, then that was a whole other thing, yeah, but I was expecting like so much more like because especially in fantasy shows and stuff, like that's like a staple of those things like go because that kind of goes back to comic books
0: yeah, well, I mean, speaking of comic books uh, the the flash. Uh, Barry Allen from The Flash yeah, those, up on Supergirl recently. Those have,
2: that's, that's like all, cause I, I, I don't watch any of the DC shows cause like, mm-hmm. especially, like, people insist that the D, the TV is better than their movies and I, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it'd have to be, but people, DC TV fans, they, they seem to be screaming all the time about different crossovers happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, Arrow spun off into Flash. And then Flash showed up on Supergirl. But those that was big because Flash and Supergirl were on different networks. Yeah. Uh, now Supergirl is on CW. CBS didn't want it anymore. so. Uh, Which that's.
2: isn't that supposedly one of the better ones? It seems like they're be- – the, why are there better shows getting like – like Constantine was the one that I liked mm-hmm. and that got canceled.
0: Well, Constantine, after it was canceled, I think the character he showed, showed up.
2: up on Arrow? Yeah. Yeah. He showed up Which somewhere. I. I I've tried to watch it I can't get into it. Uh
0: but yeah, so TV show crossovers is really going to be the focus of that new podcast and we want we want to dream big on that. And we also want to know what we're doing uh for every at least for, you know, a couple episodes in advance because it's a lot of research.
2: Yeah, I think um, I told you about the one I remember where I got really big into it was cuz it's a lot of yeah, like you said, it's a lot of work trying mm-hmm. to track this stuff. And I remember the one that was so weird was – I think my mom watched – there was a show called – I think it was Nash Bridges. Oh, yeah. And it crossed over with X-Files. Whoa. Yeah. yeah.
0: X. I mean, yeah, X-Files definitely has a lot of crossover stuff Or was going it on. Picket
2: Fences? There's Picket Fences, Nash Bridges. I know one of those shows uh, – there was a show that my mom watched that crossed over with X-Files mm-hmm. and it was crazy because then it was like worlds colliding mm-hmm. and – and I don't know. So then that was, and then that created this whole like, oh, now this, like you said, like, well, now that means that this takes place in this universe too, yeah. and all the consequences that that brings.
0: No, it's it's funny because I think of like some of the trouble spots that I think of is like if anything touches Law and Order, that just goes everywhere because yeah. of Detective Munch. Uh If anything touches a Disney show, all those Disney shows are connected. The the like the new the new and the old, like every yeah. everything is connected there. Uh, like a TGI Friday show because they yeah. had that one well, night TGIF, where all of
2: them yeah. they always cross over and especially like Phil and I were just talking about our favorite TJf episodes were the ones where they all went to Disney World oh yeah and they still do that like yeah. they still do that
0: I would buy a DVD collection of every episode of a of a ABC or Disney show that went to Disney somebody
2: Disney Disney just World. made like a very thorough list and I went through that sucked up a whole day yeah
0: i still think about the boy meets world where they go oh man
2: i think about i mean this because going all the way back i mean this dates me but phil and i talk all the time about the cheers where like ted danson he has like a flashback to like when he went on the haunted mansion and he sees a (laughs) ghost in the haunted mansion (laughs) swear to god swear to god that
0: that sounds so good that's a
2: real thing that sounds so good because he's like he talks about he's like telling a story mm-hmm. in the bar, and then it flashes to a young Ted Danson, was and he it meets. Was it like a Halloween episode? I don't remember. I feel like it was either that or it was some Disney crossover. Because and, well, and he, he he goes on haunted mansion with a girl, and then when he when they get to the end of the ride, she disappears Whoa. and she was a ghost.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's definitely. Uh, there's some weird, like, uh, Disney promos featuring characters from Cheers. There's oh yeah, right
2: all there. that, all the Disney synergy, cause when you get to Disney level synergy, like, it's completely insane.
0: Yeah. But I don't, I mean, for the purposes of crossover, I don't think yeah. that would, that would, uh, that would count. But yeah, well, well, uh, that's, that's the, the next big show that we're planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course we, we're still working on, um, Pick Your Path. So another round of pick your paths? Come yeah. on,
2: we can look forward to that.
0: Yeah, we're still, you know, in the writing stages. It takes, it takes a while. To, yeah, I mean, that's really a very craft. Complicated. Yeah, choose your own adventure story.
2: Let me tell you, choose your own adventures are not as easy as they look because I just read a WWE choose your own adventure book and it was poorly written. <laughs> um, there was like, cause I feel like there has to be multiple like good paths and this one, yeah. there was only one like, good outcome and everything else was, like, really, like, up oh, you're dead. Oh, this is bad. Bad, bad. Like, it just wasn't very well done. Oh. And there was also, like, errors. <laughs> oh. So, I'm like, That's- who... Did, did anybody... Did they not have an editor? I think it was a rush job. Because yeah. there was no further entries in the WWE Choose Your Own Adventure series. <laughs> so, I think they were, like... Because it sounds like a good idea. Like, you're in a wrestling match and choose your next move and other stuff I, like that
0: i do believe uh uh i, I mean this could be an a, a exclusive uh one of the choose your adventure stories for pick your path season two that benson is working on is a wrestling one sweet yeah definitely uh, and, excited and the way that he's approaching that uh it's a doozy i i, <laughs> I don't want to say too much but it's it's a really it starts off really interesting so like very well, i'm looking different forward from, to it from how I would have expected it to start.
2: And and that works. You have to have like a cuz he uses chapters.
0: Yeah, it's um it's kind of you know, technology is weird. Uh, and so as it stands right now, uh, you can download the episodes onto an Apple device and it will work perfectly fine. So if you have an iPhone, an iPod touch or uh, an iP- iPad, mm mm-hmm. mhm. You could download those episodes and it will show you the chapter list, uh, as if you're reading or as if you're listening to an audiobook. Uh, but on, for some reason, on Android devices, uh, it doesn't, doesn't quite work. Uh, so I, I've been, uh, my, my podcast app of choice is PocketCast and I sent them a couple of emails about it. And basically, uh, it seems like it's something to do with the Android. Uh, the way that Android works is mm-hmm. that it's harder for them to deal with that it's a it's a special file type special audio file uh, that can include chapters so it's just more difficult for them to make it work on an Android it just works right right easy simple on a on an Apple product so, so
2: you're you're not device neutral uh, your show isn't device neutral
0: no I wish it was I really do because I, uh,
2: I I think I forgot how I got well I think I I think I found my iPod or something mm-hmm. I used because I wanted to try it out. But then I tried because, yeah, I tried it on my Android phone and I couldn't get it to work.
0: But we do have um, after after releasing the regular episode, we release a pre-chosen path, which is the the best path in that story. Gotcha. So you can listen to that without having to make the choices and hear a, a complete story uh, as, really as cool. chosen by us.
2: It's really cool. Yeah. And speaking of other really cool Benview podcasts, there's a bunch of them. If you go to BenviewNetwork.com, you can listen to all of them. And, um, and there are also. A,
0: have you heard about some of the new ones?
2: Well, I know about the podcast Preview, mm-hmm. and, uh, the Mandarin Orange Show mm-hmm. with Phil and Janelle, mm-hmm. and, um, the Artist Tree with Kayla Berry. Mm hmm. You got any what – what are new ones are there? There are more there's, new ones? There's a Trent Talk. Oh, Trent Talk. That's right. Trent Talk. Yeah. Talking about Trent Reznor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trent Reznor um, of Nine Inch Nails.
2: Yeah. But now he's – I mean he kind of – I mean I think they've been – he still does Nine Inch Nails stuff. But he also now is a – he's an Oscar-winning composer. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a Danny Elfman and he went to – he's like, this is easier than touring and stuff. <laughs> so – He's done a lot of like film and video game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff. All right, any any other ones?
0: Uh not that I can say at this time, but there are there's oh, always stuff in stuff
2: development. On the So you're always working on that. Um and you can also, you know, you got you got your you can listen on you can listen to most of these on Stitcher, not all of them. Mm-hmm. For instance, Benview on Spielberg isn't on Stitcher. What's up with that? I don't know i don't use stitcher do you use stitcher i like stitcher mm-hmm. and if you want to listen on stitcher to radio brendo man you just go to radio Brando.com and click the stitcher link and we appreciate the thumbs up on there and rate and review on itunes it's always nice and um what else we got on we got uh well mbws that's the wrestling show that um i do with matt benson and now currently veronica Steele is that i i have so many questions about that what are your questions like is
0: is she like kind of temporary or how like so she is the new permanent
2: she's a permanent host and benson is the brock lesnar now of the show where he's like part-time when he when he's when he feels like it when he's available it's um, the
0: show is really it's matt benson in name only
2: Well, you know, you mean I don't want to. The name is established, and I don't yeah. want to change that. And also, Benson is not gone from the show. He just he's busy. And no, I know.
0: I I just think I I I mean I like the move. I think it's it's really neat that you brought in a, a new co-host. And uh is is kind of the bit is like she doesn't know wrestling. Oh,
2: Veronica doesn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, that's um, that's good. I like. The but movie. she's getting into it, and it's fun to see like watch her fandom develop we went to a live we went to a ww pay-per-view in vegas mm-hmm. last month um where where and um and the big news though is that we are going to be doing a live mbws um with benson also at comic-con palm springs ah um unfortunately derek had to back out due to a commitment
0: oh derek's so, not going to be at a he's
2: not going to be there Oh, man. He's going to be in Montana. Oh. So instead of doing a live Popsicles, we're going to be doing a live MBWS with Matt and Veronica. All right. And me. That's pretty and cool. And we're also going to be doing a live Radio Brendo Man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, be a live Nerd's Eye View. Live Nerd's Eye View. Live Extra Damage. Mm-hmm. Um, There are going to be some other podcasting panels featuring various members of the Benview Network, including... Andrew Lindy and Matt Benson and yeah, other and, uh, David King will be there. David King will be there. Caleb um, Barry will be there. Both of them um, of Midnight Marinera. Midnight Marinera. And, um, and then Lizzie and Kat from the Blaze will be there and, uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Jones of uh, Movies Made Me podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you can go to Comic Con Palm Springs and when Phil finally did get the coupon code. It is, um, Shoot. Now I go. Me, it should me, be Benview. Well, we were working on that, but um, <laughs> I think, again, crap. Steve Espinosa posted it. Um, if you go to our Facebook group, it's definitely there. I think it's um, uh, CC. CCP. <laughs> oh, it's um, CCPS to get 10% off. Oh,
0: okay. That makes sense.
2: So if you use the code, oh sorry, wait, that's not valid. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. So CVW for ten dollars off. CVW at ComicConPalmSprings.com. Get your so tickets.
0: You, you said, uh, what was it Mark Bolton? Uh, was your last guest host?
2: Yes. Oh yeah, is and it- you listen to his show, mm-hmm. which is uh, Comic Energy Night.
0: How so? How long has has Phil's break been
2: this time? Well, okay, so um, we had one. We, so Mark was on two weeks ago. Then this past week, Phil was back for one day or mm. like two days, and uh, and uh, and then he went. He left again for a backpacking trip with his dad and his brothers, and he's going to be gone for two weeks. He's doing a big chunk of the John Muir Trail. Oh. His dad's doing the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is that's kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, but they're on a backpack trip, so he's totally off the grid. And um, so next week, I don't know who will have him working on it. Mm-hmm. Currently working on a guest, and uh, yeah, so Phil will be back right before Comic Con. Oh yeah, that's that's soon yeah comic-con's coming up which is nuts um and uh and we'll talk about that a little bit next time um but this time around just before we leave i wanted to read a reader mail um because it references you talked about we had guests we also had Derek armijo from popsicles um friend a friend andrew lindy and and me and uh I remember the the first time you guys met was at Comic Con, right? Yes. And I remember you you immediately put Derek on the defense and I, I like that. <laughs> I think he liked it too. I think he did. I think he likes when people can throw back at that Derek Shade. Um and uh but uh so we've had some we've had some concerned comments, mostly from various family members, but not just family members. So here's, but, but there is, some people were attacking Derek, but here is a Derek defender. This comes from hashtag team Derek. <laughs> I just heard that there were disparaging remarks made against Derek being on Radio Brendo Man. Um, this was discussed in the MBWS YouTube pre-show just cause Veronica was, Veronica was defending Derek as well, but so we were talking a little bit about that. Veronica doesn't even know Derek, but, um, she couldn't, she, she, but she knows trolls. And Derek was definitely being a troll. So, so he says that, and then he says, I instantly felt the compulsion to announce at least one listener's allegiance to hashtag Team Derek. He is the ultimate wild card to throw into any podcasting situation. (laughs) He is CM Punk to Phil's John Cena. I tune in for the effortless banter he brings and the broken hearts Hashtag Team Derek. I yeah, don't know. Derek, Derek is a wild
0: card, that's for sure.
2: I guess he is a wild card, but we I think he you think he kept things a little too spicy here. So, I think he's 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 we will resurface on popsicles at some point. We were going to record last week, but then Derek had a job interview. Oh. So um, – or a meeting about a job interview. I don't know. And then, and then he's working. So we're trying to come up with another date. But it's just hard because Benson has a summer job as well. I don't have a summer job. It's been great. <laughs> I'm just – I'm counting down the days now when I have to go back to work. Yeah, you you work in a school system too now, huh? Yeah, but I I'm I'm like at a like um I'm I'm like a full I'm like a full classified staff member, so um I like they I get I don't get paid for the time I don't work, but they distribute my pay evenly throughout the year. Oh. So um I just I get I get I still get paychecks and hmm. Um, I go back to work on July 13th and then I'm off again for Comic Con. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. But, um, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode since we talked a lot about, um, we talked a lot about a lot of good stuff and Andrew, appreciate you being on here. Yes. Thank you. And we will return on Thursday and we'll talk more about, uh, maybe some movies. And since you watch a lot of movies and mm-hmm. any other stuff and we'll talk more about Comic-Con and do some Amazon. I know people are wondering about Amazon purchases <laughs> and I'll uh, we'll do a little Marmaduke. So stay tuned for that next time. Be sure to go to BenvNetwork and where can people find you on, uh, online, uh, on Twitter. I'm at
0: podcaster, Andrew. Uh, and then of course, just go to, you know, benviewnetwork.com mm-hmm. uh, check out all the great shows there that we've talked about, uh, already and, you know, find a new favorite.
2: Does it bother you that some musician goofball picked up andrewlindy.com?
0: Oh, uh, no, I've been watching him.
2: You've <laughs> been watching him?
0: Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. I know what he's up to.
2: Is he squatting on, and- is, he, is he trying to like hold it?
0: No, no, no. I don't want it. I don't want andrewlindy.com. But that's you. I like Benview, com. That's, that's my website.
2: Alright. That's
0: where I am. Well,
2: don't, yeah, don't support the Andrew Lindy at AndrewLindy.com.
0: Oh no, I don't care if you support him or not.
2: No, don't support him. Just like, don't support the other Brendo man. Yeah, what, uh, what, what is your official website? Is it? Well, it's RadioBrendoMan.com has been poached by some just outright thieves. Yeah. So it's RadioBrendo.com. And the last time I tried to get it back, they wanted like hundreds of dollars. That's crazy. <clears throat> Never let your domains go.
0: No, I definitely. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I lost out to the other Andrew Lindy because uh, I got the official Facebook.
2: Well, there Facebook. you go. You, slash you Andrew Lindy. Um, I don't have that problem with my name but there was another Brendo man out there for a while. He I think it might be the guy that had brendoman.com before I did cuz mm-hmm. somebody did have it before I did. I didn't even try to register it until 2002. That's when I registered it. And if you go on the Wayback Machine, there was some other guy that had had brendoman.com but it was something it, it was just like a it was like an Angel Fire page about jets. <laughs>
0: Oh, so that weird. guy,
2: that Brendoman seems like kind of a loser. Um, oh, Angel
0: Fire. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. Um, but then, and then, but then I think he might be the guy that had the AOL screen name because, um, several, be- back in the begged and boarded days, several begged and boarded people, um, would, tr- would add, thinking they were adding me on AOL, they would add Brendo Man, and then they started talking to him and then realized it wasn't me, but then they harassed him for a while. So I think he, like, Close his account. Weird. Um, but yeah, because my AOL handle like predates when I became Brendo Man. That's how old my AOL handle is. <laughs> yeah. And my, but my, I had, I had, I guess I had a couple because I had like when I had actual AOL and that was my Papa Shango three 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 for the wrestler Papa <laughs> Shango. But then I when I. We got an actual internet service provider like in 1997. And then I, but I still had, everyone still had AOL Instant Messenger. Man, remember that? That's crazy. Do people still use that? I
0: don't know. I guess that's,
2: I guess now like isn't Apple iChat like tied into all that? Oh, is it? Oh my God. Mm. Um. I feel like people, I don't, I hate instant messaging. Like, I hate it. I've never been a big fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've used it begrudgingly at times. Like, kind of like, like, now you got Facebook Messenger. Do you which, not like,
0: like, text messaging?
2: I like text messaging, but I feel like there's a, there's, it's easier to, like, end those conversations. <laughs> That's kind of, I just don't like the open-endedness of that. And I don't oh, like, I don't yeah, like I, the way people get upset when you don't respond. That drives me crazy I hate well, the fact I I, that I, I I just don't like the fact that there's something that makes it seem like I'm always available and I'm not always available yeah I don't, I don't always want to like, talk to people
0: um, the way that aim did it it's it's the same way Facebook does it sometimes kind of where if you go online
2: yeah it'll just show you
0: pe- people kind of take that as like an opening to say hi and it's like well I'm you know I'm just passing I through. I can't
2: stand for that I cannot stand for it. And I, and, and, but I, and I'm sure I've upset people where I don't respond. Cause I'm and like, like I'm, I saw you come online. Why didn't you say yeah. hi? It's and like, I'm like, well, Oh my I, God. Like, is that, is, like, are we living a world now where that's where it's at? Like, if I'm like, I just don't like that idea. That's why I don't like, like, like Foursquare, just the whole checking in thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like the idea that now we're in a living where it's just like we're voluntary, very voluntarily telling people everywhere we go. That seems weird. That's just me, though. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems weird and unnecessary. But people take pictures of their food, and that seems to be okay. (laughs) You got
0: to. You got to do it.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll talk more about it next time. Um, And, uh, Andrew, I really appreciate you being on the show. And um, so stay tuned for the next episode on Thursday, everybody. That's going to do it for this episode. For Radio Brendoman. Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Andrew. Have a good one, everybody.
0: Is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Yes, wonderful. Yes,
1: wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes. Where are the white women at? Shut up, Leonard! I'm you.
0: Shut up, Leonard! I'm Matt. I'm Andrew.
2: And we like community. We do. Uh, and if you like community and you'd like to hear us talk about it every week, you can go to slash Shut Up Leonard.
0: You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. Shut Up Leonard. Pop
1: pop.